Welcome to My Stupid Podcast, a John Mayer podcast. My name is Angelo Gonzalez. Hey guys, I'm Jeff Whitman. And uh, we are starting a John Mayer podcast. This is our episode one, our first episode, our first episode on this uh, venture here. And um, we wanted to to start a John Mayer podcast. There's a few out there, uh, but uh, you know, one of the questions I was wondering is why another John Mayer podcast? There's a few out there, and actually, Jeff, you host a current John Mayer podcast in a sense, right? Tell us about that for a second. Uh, yeah, current is a loose definition of the word current. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. I haven't released an episode in a while and, in fact, been considering ending it. Um, and I'm still probably going to do that uh, in, in its current iteration. Uh, yeah, so I, I started doing that just because I've already been podcasting about kind of, I don't know, stuff I would consider just kind of escapism. Uh, movies, and mm-hmm. video games, TV. Yeah. Big nerd in that area. Um, so with John Mayer, it was more like, I don't know, it just meant some, meant his music meant more to me. So I just decided to start a podcast, uh, and, and I just would get all like rotating cause I have tons of friends that are Mayer fans. So I just got rotating guests every week. Yeah. Some of them are repeats, uh, which is, that's fun. Whatever. We got a report. Yeah. So it works. Uh, so yeah, Excellent. I might consider ending it or whatever, but when, yeah, when you reached out though, it was kind of like a no brainer. It's like, Oh, I don't have to do as much of the, cause it was just me doing everything. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, Oh cool. I can just be like a comment like a color commentator so yeah, yeah you know it's funny um whenever i was thinking of names for this podcast the first name that came to mind was bigger than my podcast and oh, i man. looked it up and jeff took the best name i think you could <laughs> for a john mayer podcast i was like man that is a great great name uh, it's already taken so i had to figure something else out and i thought you know what why, why not my stupid podcast that'd be kind of fun it's but, a fun one yeah and your artwork yeah. totally i mean it gets people the sense that it's a john mayer podcast anyway so yeah definitely yeah. definitely fan, i, I was like that's right. That's yeah. right. So, you know, we're both John Mayer fans. Uh, we um, we both actually uh, live in Texas. That's very interesting. Uh, Jeff yeah. is in Dallas and I'm down in Houston, Texas. So any of you Texans listening, um, you know, we had a, a hard loss yesterday uh, to the uh, Chiefs. You did. Uh, I didn't. But yeah, it was, yeah you did. You, you had your loss. How, how long if, ago if was, was your loss? If I was yeah. a Cowboys fan, I sure oh, okay. I would have had a loss. But I'm yeah, a Bills fan. We yeah. actually made the playoffs oh, there this you year. Go. So. Oh, so you had your loss last week. <laughs> from you guys, yeah. Uh, from us, yeah. So <laughs> definitely, um, yeah. So I'm sure it was sweet justice hearing about what happened yesterday. But anyway, well, that's another. That's for another. Yeah. That's for the Houston Texans uh, podcast. The, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, we want to start. You know, I, I was thinking about starting a John Mayer podcast for a little while. I'm I'm a big podcast fan as well. And. There's a podcast that I listen to. Uh, in, in addition to John Mayer, I am also a, a huge Metallica fan, which is interesting to people. I always tell you know these two kind of juxtapose. But I, I listen to a podcast, and I'm a patron of a podcast called Metal Up Your Podcast. And um, it's all things Metallica. Uh, it's t- hosted by two musicians in Nashville. And they, they talk about Metallica three years in. And I listen to this pos- podcast weekly, and it really inspired me to start one. And I, you know, I even reached out to him. I said, hey, I'm going to thinking about starting this podcast about John Mayer, uh, really inspired by y'all's. I'm basically just going to copy yours, uh, the format of yours. And they said, go for it, man. This sounds great. The format's working, and I love the format of it. So it's going to be a similar format where we will 
touch on everything John Mayer, um, albums, live shows, uh, guests, um, you know, members of his band. Maybe, you know, we can get uh, Jeff and some other gearheads come in to talk about his gear at some point, oh, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. I know some uh, gearheads. I'm not one of them, unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, but. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, there, there's going to be all things. What, what this is not going to be is not going to be a gossip podcast. So, Oh, along okay. with John, along with John Mayer, we don't. We're not going to have an exes episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're not going to have oh John Mayer's past girlfriends. Yeah, or you know, um, we will touch on news. We will touch on current events uh, from time to time, especially as things happen. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna do all things John Mayer, whether it's his comedy stuff with Dave Chappelle, um, whether it's his one-off VH1 special. We have to do an episode on. Yes. Um, you know, uh, John Mayer has a TV show, classic. If you're classic. a Mayer fan, right? John I Myers, mean, yeah, yeah. John Myers, uh, <laughs> P is sitting down. So um, yeah, if you if you know, you know, <laughs> you, you know that yeah, reference. You know. So uh, if not, we'll, yeah, we'll so, let you know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you'll need to do that. So it's you know we don't. I don't know how long this will go. Um, I think we're planning on doing you know at least a couple of these a month. Um, you know, as as it continues, if the demand grows and you know it just kind of takes off, then we'll do more. But mm. you know, we're we're gonna do it along with our schedule. We're both kind of busy people, so. Um, but this is gonna be a labor of love for uh, the man himself, John Mayer. So yes. Anyway, um, if you want to email us, uh, we do have an email. Um, it's uh, mystupidpodcastshow at gmail.com. So feel free to send in your comments, your feedback. I hate you guys. You guys are stupid. Your opinions are dumb. Or, you know, I agree with you. Uh, you know, this is great. Whatever it may be, um, we'd love to hear your feedback and uh, your stories, too. What we're going to be doing during this episode a little bit is getting into how we got into John Mayer. Just going to introduce ourselves. Uh, tell our mayor story um, and uh, and then talk a little bit about that. But uh, so if you have your mayor story, we'd love to hear it. Email us my stupid podcast show at gmail.com. Uh, we will be on Instagram as well. Um, there's I think there's one picture up on our Instagram, but there will be more <laughs> as this goes uh, as this goes. So um, that is uh, at my stupid podcast on Instagram. So make sure you follow us there. Email us and let us know there. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, get on. Uh, I can just, uh, you know, create a Twitter account and. Uh, yeah, for sure. We'll do a Twitter and attach it you know, to I'm not mine. I'm I'm not very active on Twitter. I'm more active I'm, on Instagram I'm on and Facebook. A lot. It's so pretty, um, pretty bad. I'm pretty addicted. Oh, well there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I I, cu- I couldn't get in it. So, um, you know, anyway, yeah. So, Jeff will set up the Twitter. We'll be on yeah. Twitter as well. We'll we'll get we'll throw those uh handles out when we get them um uh, secured. So, Jeff, let's start. What is your John Mayer story? How did you get on the Mayer train? On the mayor train, all aboard. Uh, yeah, how did you how did you load up? <laughs> so when I was, I think I was fourteen or fifteen. I was definitely um, no, that's when I started songwriting. I had to have been younger than that. No, that's that's about right. Never mind, because I connected with people in <laughs> high school when when we were right, we were. Right. It was like me and like a very small group of people both discovering John Mayer at the same time. Yes, uh, but I don't mean to Tarantino it. I'm gonna go back backpedal a little bit. So there you go. <laughs> uh, when I was like 14 or 15 on Christmas, me and my brother got guitars. Um, I, I, it was just kind of a random gift. Like maybe my parents just didn't know. I mean, I'm sorry. Santa didn't know what to get us. Oh, there you uh, go. So, so we just got those. And uh, we both were picking it up uh, pretty, pretty quickly and, uh, you know, pretty furiously when we first got mm-hmm. them. And I recall my brother was really into Dave Matthews Band. He still is. He's really into Dave Matthews Band. So that really, really helped learn more difficult stuff than your average gdc major chords 
whatever. Oh, oh yeah, for basic sure. Basic stuff because he's doing stretching his fingers out and doing weird yeah. nine. Co- I don't even know what the define them as. I <laughs> I didn't even look them up because I just don't even bother sometimes. Like yeah, um, I remember trying to learn crash for the first time. Yeah. Crash into me, and I'm like. How, I can't stretch my fingers that far to play these chords. Yeah, I don't understand I small, how he does I have this. Smaller hands yeah. too. I mean, me too. You yeah. can see because I'm on the pod. You know, we're on Skype yeah, video. But sorry, everybody, you can't get a visual on it. I have small. Jeff has small hands. That's the title of this episode. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, really, it started with Dave Matthews, and then my brother was kind of uh, more the person that was perusing other singer songwriters and i, I think mm-hmm. he just stumbled upon this uh john john mayer didn't really call him by name he was just kind of like yeah you know that guy with the airy voice right and who played plays <laughs> guitar and writes his own song he's got the you know the airy the breathy voice that guy yeah yeah, yeah he talked to me voice. like i should have already known who he was even though none of his hits had come out yet like room for scores hadn't even come out yet no such thing came out that's that's all yeah. that came out on this guy uh, so yeah, that's that's where I started. Was ground level, no such thing. The video just came out, where it was literally just a re- video of a concert, more or less. I think, right, I think, right. uh, a short concert. Uh, he made up some stuff during it. There's, you can watch a YouTube like B roll of of that video. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it started from there because I, I was baffled. I already knew some Dave Matthews stuff. Like I knew uh, uh, so much to say, which is a harder gu- guitar. It's like, yeah. like it's it's very tricky. So I, right. I knew a little bit more complex guitar stuff, but seeing John go through these chords on no such thing and not being able to identify a single one of them was right. just kind of like, yeah, that was like the, the, the thing that like lit a fire in me to learn more about him. Yeah. And then you hear neon and you're like, okay, never mind. I'm not gonna learn any of this. That's no, right. um, but, <laughs> but I did learn no such thing. That was like priority one was like, boom, no such thing. That's the first song I learned. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I know all of them, but uh, <laughs> almost right. all of them, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's where it started. Was was no such thing, and then from there, it just, I mean, that was high school life, man. Was like, oh, you're the dude that knows John Mayer stuff, like, because not a lot of people did. Uh, yeah, other guitarists respected that in you. Other people that didn't listen to him were like, what? The, your body's a Wonderland guy? Are you kidding me? But uh, yeah, that was my high school life, dude. Oh yeah, it. man. You know, my um I'll tell you how I got into John Mayer. So in high I'm a little bit older than you, Jeff. I was in college whenever um uh Room for Squares came out and um I um in high school I was really as I mentioned before, I was really into uh metal. So I was really into Metallica and um just alternative and stuff like that. Not really into um much pop or or acoustic music or anything like that. And um uh, was really into that kind of stuff, and that's when I picked up the guitar and the bass guitar. So I was learning a lot of that kind of music um, as uh, I was in high school. Fast forward a few years, go to college. Um, obviously, my college roommate when I was a freshman loved Dave Matthews Band. How much more cliche can you get um, than in 2001, my freshman year of college? Uh, my my roommate's like, hey, you should listen to Dave Matthews Band, um, and uh, and I did. He he started letting me listen to it, uh, giving me some CDs to listen to, and uh, he burned me CDs back then. Oh yeah, um, you know that was the that was the days of of burning CDs. So oh, I, remember, um, I miss having yeah, physical things. I know, man. Uh, yeah, to so, represent uh, your passion about music. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> he he burned me uh, listener supported disc one. Um, that's what he had, uh, for Dave Matthews. And so so I started getting into acoustic music at that point. Yeah. Um, he's the gateway. Yeah, he is the (laughs) gateway. He's the gateway to a lot of this. So, um, 
so fast forward about a year. It's a, it's probably 2002, and I'm driving um, home from college. I went to college here in Houston, so I was driving to my parents' house. It's only like a 30 minute drive, mm-hmm. and I'm driving home, and a song comes on the radio, and it's Why Georgia. It was when oh. Why Georgia had come out, and I'm that's like, a good this is, song to expose this yourself is, to first. Yeah, yeah that was my first band <laughs> song, and I'm like, this is a really good song, and I like, yeah. you know, I was into Dave Matthews, so hearing kind of that finger picking stuff happening, mm-hmm. boom, but you know, the beginning, I was like, this is good, and then he comes in and, and sings, and you know, the falsetto parts and all that stuff, and I was like, this is pretty good, and then I hear, you know, this is John Mayer, so um, I go pick up the CD, I go pick up Room for Squares, like at Walmart or something like that. And um, from then on, man, it was just like, oh my gosh, this this guy's awesome. And I, I was playing in a in a band with some friends as well, and they were uh, they were also discovering, you know, um, yes. John Mayer. Uh, they were discovering. We were all discovering Jason Mraz. You know, we were um, same you know, here, kind of, same same kind of, time. There yeah, was an overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. we were all playing kind of acoustic music. We were all Dave Matthews junkies as well, just like diving into mm-hmm. all that stuff, um, and. Uh, you know, I was like, man, this, you know, and we, I remember um, uh, we were talking about why Georgia and how to play it. And we were all, we were arguing on, how, how do you play this? No, this is the right way to play it. No, this is the right way to play it. I, and, yeah. um, I have two different friends that actively uh, yeah. play, play music, like with yeah. me occasionally locally. And we all play it different ways. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. All play it's, it it's, I mean, and he doesn't play it the same way. So <laughs> as he plays it on the album versus live and all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so shortly after that, um, you know, I'm really into that album. And um, and then I I uh, found out that there was a DVD that had just come out, which was Any Given Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I go down to my local Borders Books and Music, Classic. rest in peace. <laughs> um, and uh, um, I went down there and I picked up. Any given Thursday, I think I, sp- I mean, it was over, you know, those places were so overpriced. It was like $25 or something yeah. for this DVD. Yeah. And um, after that, it was just, after watching that DVD, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's like a guitar player too. Like, so coming from metal, Metallica, guitar solos, uh, was kind of into Stevie Ray Vaughan also as well at the time. Yeah. During high school and stuff like that. And then getting into more acoustic stuff, appreciating singer-songwriter, songwriting, things like that. And then Any Given Thursday comes, and, I, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this guy can play guitar also. Like, you know, he does um, the uh, Lenny guitar solo, Man on the Side slash Lenny. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. You know, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on Any Given Thursday as well. Maybe we should also do an episode on the commentary of Any Given Thursday. The commentary is have, next level yeah, brilliant. <laughs> that's it's right. so good. So, I, I I don't think you can get any more meta than doing yeah. a commentary on the commentary of any given Thursday, but yeah. um, you know we'll have to do an episode on and at least that the album and the the DVD. But we after that, just, just we it just was do like our own commentary and watch it. I know, yeah, <laughs> no, for real, we we should we could do a watch there, walk. Yeah, through. there's there's yeah, websites we where you can do watch that. longs now. So yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, so after that, it was just like all over, like oh my gosh, and you know, and uh, um, my wife. Um, who was girlfriend at the time we were on and off in college a little bit, but she's a huge John Mayer fan too. We were not together at this time. We weren't really in the same circles during this time. Um, we had dated in high school and then we weren't in college, but we got, you know, we found each other again, but she got into John Mayer at the same time I did, but we didn't know it. So like, we didn't know each other. So like, you know, after we reconnected, we started realizing, oh my gosh, we both love John Mayer too. That's, this is crazy. And she's a huge John Mayer fan. And maybe I'll have her guest at some point because um, she's, 
she's seen him more li- more times live than I have. She traveled around Texas with her sister one time to do all the shows that he was doing in San Antonio, uh, San Antonio, Austin, and, and Houston, and Dallas. And they drove around, and she she met him a couple times, like at different places, like basically stalking him a little bit. So, like, um, anyway, it's 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 super cool. She has a super cool story with that too. But we're both big Mayer fans now. Um, so after that, you know, it was just consuming everything. You know, I was the annoying guy who liked John Mayer because I was like, you have to listen to this. Like, yeah. you need to. You know, I was telling was people, me. you got to listen to this. Listen to this. This is gonna. And, you know, and then my roommate at the time. Uh, a new roommate I had who were but still like really really good friends, but he he loathed him. He just couldn't couldn't get into it. And I'd put the DVD in, and we'd be wa- I'd be watching it in the dorm room, and he's just you know rolling his eyes. Oh my gosh, this again, you know, like another. And he, although to his credit, he does like three by five, so that is um, oh good. He's like I, I mean, he's that like is good I, song. So yeah, he's yeah. like he's like the photograph song, the one about the pictures, right? I really like that song. He's like, that is a good one. I, I like that. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of my mayor story. I, you know, through um, Continuum, Battle Studies was hugely on the train. Um, Born and Raised came out. Born and Raised was the first album that I didn't buy physical. So I actually bought it on iTunes. I didn't, you know, um, buy the actual CD. And, um, and then kind of got off the train a little bit. During that time, during Born and Raised and Paradise Valley, it wasn't that I didn't like that music. It's just for whatever reason, I was into other things and, you know, life was happening. I think I had, you know, young children at that time and then um, got back on pretty recently and uh, revisiting everything again. You know, it's just kind of like you have those those seasons where you're really, really into it. And then it's there when you need it. Right. Like he's there waiting for you Mm -hmm. when you need him. Um, You know, it's like when you're ready to come back. I'll have you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of, kind of his thing. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of my mayor story. Um, uh, it's been it's been fun. Um, it's been fun seeing him kind of be huge, and then tank because of his crazy things that he he says and does, yeah. and become kind of this you know um, villain in the media. You know, this womanizer type person, and then seeing him come back around and you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of kind of my mayor story. I've always been though. You know, I never truly got off the train. Like I've I've always been on it at some point in some way. I've always been a defender. I've always been a uh, you know, he's not as bad as you think, or you know, mm-hmm. he's uh he's more way more talented than you think, and um you know been a um just been a fan. So I guess since two thousand one or two thousand two probably would be um uh my jumping on point, and you know it's been almost twenty years, which is insane. Yeah, that is nuts, so, dude. I think it's around the same time, maybe two thousand, because I don't think Rupert yeah. Squares was even out yet when I started. Yeah, you 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 were you were a fan before me. Yeah. <clears throat> probably uh, downloading yeah. on Napster. Probably downloading that? that. You're probably downloading that stuff on Napster. Yeah, dude. That was <laughs> the all Eddie's Attic stuff. Or yeah. Archive or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live archivers, whatever. Was yeah, called. yeah, yeah. Definitely. I remember down. I definitely downloaded a lot of live performances and rarities and all those things from from Napster during that time. Oh, that's right. You were right. Two thousand one so, is right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Room for Squares came out like in the fall of 2001 or something like that. Like it was the, like uh, the true 2002, recording. Inside Wants yeah. Out uh, was 99, uh, re-released by Columbia around the time of Room for Squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, 2002 was Room for Squares, and no, no such thing was earlier 2002. 
Yeah, I feel so like 2001 was when it was all circulating, though. I, I don't yeah, know. it probably was. I mean, I think, you know, and we'll get into this in our Room for Squares um, episode. But, uh, you know, as I was doing some research on it, because I know there's, there's the two albums, right? Like you have the black cover album yeah. where he has the, the the photographs, right? The strip of photograph on it. Yeah. And then you have the one that um, the one that I bought that was wide release. Yes. And it seems as if the the original one that was aware records right that, mm-hmm. that that was an internet only release so like you had to pre-order that it wasn't in stores you had to buy it online mm-hmm. and um and then they released they did a wide release of it when columbia bought basically got a bunch of the artists from aware maybe they bought aware or something like that i have to look into it again but then they did the wide release and they added i guess they added three by five maybe that wasn't on the original one I think I want to say that oh, that man. three by five wasn't on the first a tragedy. One. Yeah, I know. Oh <laughs> my were, gosh! If that song Jeez never Louise. existed, <laughs> so um, you know, spoiler alert: that might be my favorite song. I'm not sure yet. You can't steal my um, favorite song. Yeah. Then. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so you know, let's. So we kind of talked about a little bit about how we got into John Mayer. You know, our stories. Again, if you're listening, we'd love to hear your story. Um, how did you get into John Mayer? You know, you have, maybe have a different story, different jumping on point. I always pr- appreciate new John Mayer fans. You know, who are getting into, who got into him and continue him and later, and then and then um, get to experience backwards almost like, oh, you should listen to heavier things. You should listen to, you know, Inside Wants Out, or you should listen to uh, Room for Squares, you know, and, and as they kind of move backwards and start um, uh, discovering for the first time these, you know, mm-hmm. classic Mayer albums. So anyway, so what, let's, let's, let's jump into this. What was your first live show? Oh, I think it was uh, pre heavier things. It had to have been. It was. Okay. Um, I, I didn't get. I haven't seen him as much as I would. I would like to. There's some people that are uber fans. Oh yeah. Uh, that we've encountered, uh, you know, on the Facebook group that there's a gigantic following of. And oh yes, shout out John Mayer knows best. Yeah. Facebook that's group. That's where we yeah. connected. That's right. That is where we connected. And uh, I don't. I don't know. It's disappointing because. You know, I've had my jumping off point too. Uh, even though I listen to his music whenever I'm like, ah, I can't decide what to listen to. I'll just put on my right, right. It's right. always the it's, that always happens. It's the default. Yeah, the yeah, jumping yeah, off point sure. is normally like when you jump off the train. It's it's normally for me. It's for live shows, like especially because you need money for that. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And some most times, you know, when I would be off that train, I wouldn't have it. So uh, right. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Little Rock, Little Rock show in 2003, I believe. Okay, before Heavier Things dropped. Was that was that the Counting Crows tour, by any chance? I don't believe so, because that was my first John Mayer show. Was um, Woodlands, which is here in Houston, uh-huh. July, July. I looked it up, July 25th, 2003. It was a summer tour, day before my birthday, and um, it was the Counting Crows John Mayer co-headlining tour. And uh, Counting Crows was came up first, and then um, Mayer closed it out. That was my first show. Dang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I so. didn't get. I didn't see any of his co-headlining stuff. I did see Maroon yeah. Five open for him, but they were still yeah. an opener. He got the yeah. most time. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I went that to was, that one too. That was a blast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I'm so, trying to find his set like because I know setlist.fm has like a, a huge archive of like every John yeah. Mayer so if you show. if you go to set look it up setlist.fm, just type in John Mayer Little Rock and you'll find them and you'll find probably the era. But yeah, so uh, my first show, like I said, was in 2003. Um, a buddy of mine was actually able to get me tickets because his dad worked for Clear Channel at the time. Uh-huh. So he was like, uh, he was like, hey, you want I can get you four John Mayer tickets, and he got me them, um, and me and my sister went. 
and uh, and a couple of other friends. And um, uh, but here's a set list, by the way. I'll give you the set list of the first show while you continue to look it up. You fans can enjoy this. So opens with three by five. Amazing. Why Georgia? Back to you. My stupid mouth. Come back to bed. So I guess I don't know. I guess heavier things is out at this time. Maybe uh, your body is a wonderland. No such thing. Wheel and then eighty three. So yeah, wheels on there. So heavier things must be out. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So he okay. only played nine shows. I mean nine nine uh, songs. I thought that was oh, so bummer. interesting. <laughs> I was like, I was looking at this and I said, surely this isn't right. But yeah. I think it was right. Um, but I remember him doing a like a, a really cool jam on uh, "Come Back to Bed." Oh um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so th- I have really interesting story on this as you as you continue to look it up here. Um, so we're there, we're at the show, we're lined up outside waiting for doors to open, and our local radio station is out out there, um, and uh, they they have like a little table or whatever. And so I walk up to uh, the lady, the girl that's manning the table, and I'm like, "What do I got to do to get backstage?" I just mm-hmm. ask her this. I was like, I, "What do I need to do?" Um, cause I saw, I, I had heard on the radio, they were doing like a, like a contest for people to go meet him or whatever. So I just asked her and she kind of looked around and she says, wait right here. And I was like, Oh no, the, don't do not tell me that that is actually going to work. So she comes back and she says, I can let two of you in. Oh, I can man. get, I can get two of you in. And, uh, so I go back and I, I'm like, I get my sister, my sister who was visiting us at the time. She's a huge, huge John Mayer fan as well. And I, I would tell her, I was like, Yvonne, I, I'm talking my way backstage to meet John Mayer right now. You need to come with me. So we go back there and she's like, wait right here. And then there's a whole group of people, people like, I mean, with, sh- you know, decorated shirts and all this kind of stuff that are, so, so we walk backstage and we're in this little waiting area and sure enough, here he comes. He comes out. They hand oh, wow. everybody one of those um, uh, pictures, you know, like the promo pictures with him. Mm-hmm. It was him with like holding a guitar, you know, like all kind of like seductive looking and, and everything. And it said, you know, those black and white promotional pictures. They hand everybody one of those. And it's like, he's going to sign this for you. So he's he makes his way down the line. And we're at the very end of the line. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm about to meet John Mayer. I, I can't believe I talked my way back here to be able to do this. Thinking about that today, how much money it cost to get the VIP experience to so meet much. him. So much. <laughs> which a lot of the people on the on the Facebook page, they do it. And, you know, more power to them. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't have that kind of expendable income. So, like... You know, I'm thinking about it back then. I was like, I talked my way back there. Like, just, hey, what am I going to do to get backstage? Oh, yeah, I'll take you back there. You know, like how easy it was back then to be able to do stuff like that. Never again, but no. Never, yeah. never, never would happen again. So we're back there, and he comes down, and he's shaking everybody's hands. And, you know, um, uh, people are taking pictures with him. I had a little flip phone um, that I could take a picture with, you know, um, back then so uh it was was terrible and i can't (laughs) find the picture anywhere i'm so mad because i was like man i need to find this picture that i took with john um but uh he comes down and he shakes my hand and he says how's it going and the first thing you're not gonna believe the the thing that comes to my mind like i'm like what am i gonna say to him right right comes to me shakes my hand and i i look down and i look at his hand and his hand just engulfed my hand because i have small hands too and I remember, you know, watching any given Thursday and all this stuff, you just realize how big his hands are. Yeah, yeah. He shakes my hand and it just 
engulfs my entire hand. And I'm like, oh my gosh, your hands are huge. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I said to him. That was the first thing. That was what I said to John. And and he just laughed about it. He was like, yeah, I know. And, and he signed um, he's signing the picture. And I saw he had been signing you know, to whoever. And he'd put like a heart, John Mayer. And I told him, I was like, hey, don't put a heart on mine. Um, you know, like you did the other ones. So he puts five hearts on it. He he was like to Angelo, what's your name, Angelo? And he puts five hearts, John Mayer, and then moves on to my sister. And then they they have a little conversation, and um, it was pretty funny. So that's my uh my first John Mayer show, probably my most memorable John Mayer I would, experience. I would expect that, um, yeah, to be the most memorable. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I haven't was, had any. It was, any encounters? No, no encounters with the big guy. Um, yeah. I did, yeah, I did, I did find the set list, and it was. I guess I was mistaken, man. I got all my years mixed up, you know. When I started listening to him, and now yeah. the show. So, uh, <laughs> heavier right. things came out in September. I saw him in November in Little Rock, um, okay, two thousand three, and because okay. yeah, there's nothing but like. Uh, I mean, shoot, I got split screen sadness on here, man, and he barely played that song, you know. Oh so, man, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, this is a great set. Why Georgia? <laughs> bigger than my body, my stupid mouth. Clarity, city love, covered in rain. Like that's yeah. a gold mine right there already. Yeah, no such yeah. thing. Daughters, split screen sadness, new deep. Back to you. Come come back to bed, which is a jam. That's yes. where he, he he went all out on that tour for, yes, for come back to yes. bed. Your body's a wonderland. Eighty three. Man on the side. Wind cries. Mary St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Yeah. So, right. So that sounds very similar. He, he on the heavier things tour. He came to Austin also, and that may be the same tour because. Oh, I um, because uh, I went and I went to see him in Austin. I, I made the trip up there, and and he, I remember him playing St. Patrick's Day. I remember him opening with Clarity. Um, I think he's a good uh, opener, man. It's a good opener. Oh man, I love that song. That as an album, and yeah. you know, for a live yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I bet though this Counting Crows, um, John Mayer co-headlining tour is probably right before heavier things i'd have to go back and look because there's only two heavier things tracks that he even played on my tour versus later in the year when he you saw him on yours there's a lot of heavier things tracks Mm -hmm. so um yeah he was deep in that yeah uh, yeah 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 he was deep in the press you know marketing that that right because it had just dropped two months before that the next time i saw him was the next year and he was still touring that album yeah, uh, and I don't think um, he, he might have been writing some songs for Continuum, which we'll talk about alternate versions right. of songs during oh, yeah. his live concert. Like belief yeah, wasn't always sure. belief. When I heard belief That's the first right. time, that boggled my mind. It blew yeah. my mind when I heard that song the first time. I was like, "Oh, yeah. this has a chorus now!" Like it. it That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk we'll, about that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a whole episode on you know lost tracks or tracks that have yeah. changed. You know, um, over the years. Yeah, Sucker. Oh, my gosh. Give what a me great, Sucker. Yeah, what a great. What a, <laughs> that's right. You know, I mean, um, yeah. And then the, I guess the last time I saw him was this last album cycle here in Houston at Toyota Center. So well, I guess um, either which was, before or after he came to Dallas then. Because mm-hmm. he was, you know, in the in the vicinity. So, like, September that's right. was when I yeah. saw him, and I assume that's when you saw him, too. Yeah, and, you know, tickets have definitely gone up in price since yes. we saw him in 2003. So I was not able to even get floor seats. I was like, I can't even afford, you know, I had to sit up in the nosebleeds because it was yeah. like, geez, Louise, I can't I, even afford these regular seats, you know? financially, I wish I did that. <laughs> I got yeah. floor seats this time for the first time Oh, you did? Hey, no, dude, I mean, like, if... 
I'm like, why did I do that? Now I'm paying for it. Oh, yeah, no. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, man, but that's a great experience. Yeah. It was fun. The floor is a different environment. It's a different atmosphere, man. It's, it's oh, uh, I know it is. Yeah, everybody's w- just like having their own separate party, and yeah. Carry Me Away debuted at Dallas. So, uh, oh, and, nice. All of us yeah. were just kind of like when it ended, and it ended like super early. Uh, yeah, because it's like when you heard it's like a minute time, and a half long. Yeah, yeah. When it when it ends the first time, you're like, surely he's he's joking, right? Like yeah, that can't be it. <laughs> Uh, it's not that the song is bad. It's just like we wanted so much more of it. And, yeah, uh, it yeah. ended and we were, we were all just like, okay, okay. Like it was like a yeah. collection of 18 people just going, okay, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I just sure, it sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, like you're getting into it and then it's over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, but whatever. I mean, you know, he can, he can write what he wants. It's, it's yeah, his song. So the shortness justifies me listening to it over and over again. You know, that's uh, true. That's, yeah. You know, that's, that's my, my, that's my, why I listened to the EPs back and like over and over again when he released the EPs, uh, for search for everything. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is very into, uh, that song right now. Um, carry me away it. like she loves it she's like, she's, just like on, she's like it's like on repeat every time we get in the car she's like playing that song i'm like dude can we listen to another song you know <laughs> please yeah. like this is the fourth time and we've gone like 10 minutes we, we've you know we've made a 10 minute trip to walmart and i've heard it four so times true. already in the car so <laughs> but anyway i, I, I really um, like i the yeah. thing is like you can just bring up the title and then i get the, the melody stuck in my head yeah it's yeah yep. he's got man. he's got a very good melody on that yeah. song and it's growing on me and there's been a lot of songs, you know, we'll probably do some, an episode on like, you know, what are our least favorite, not that they're terrible songs, but what are our least favorites or yeah. what are ones that grew on us over time, right? Yeah. Like you're like, ah, oh, this was okay. And then, you know, a few years pass and you're listening to it and you're like, this is really good. You know, yeah. there's songs like that, um, that definitely do that. We'll have to do uh, that was an episode on songs uh, like that. Slow Dancing because everybody loves Slow Dancing. Oh yeah. From minute one, From everybody the, yeah. loved yeah. Slow Dancing. And I'm in the background going, oh, it's okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, it's, around, no, but... it's no gravity, but yeah. you know, it's like, uh, but uh, no, I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Definitely. So um, I have two very controversial questions that we're going to answer. Uh-oh. And um, again, uh, my stupid your podcast favorite, show at gmail.com. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, email us, tell us no, that is a terrible choice. But what we're going to answer here as we close out the show um, is what is your Current and I put current. I originally had fa- just favorite favorite mayor album, oh, but changes. then I changed it. Yeah, I changed it to current because it does change, right? It's yeah. like, man, I'm really really into this right now. Th- those things can definitely change. Um, and then your current favorite John Mayer song. Mm. Um, so we're gonna do album song. Song doesn't have to be on the same album, right? You might like an album, a h- album as a whole, but then a song on a different album, right? Like yeah. it's very very special to you. So. I'll let you, Jeff, go first and uh, make sure to remember my stupid podcast show at gmail.com to uh, let Jeff know he's wrong um, or that you agree. Yeah. (laughs) This is so tough. Let us know. I remember when I started uh, Bigger Than My Podcast, um, how long ago was that? Two years? I don't even remember now. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I remember then I was like, I convinced myself that it was like Room for Squares is it, but I think it was just driven by nostalgia when i listen back on it it's still a great record obviously yeah i mean i love it we're doing this Mm -hmm. i wouldn't do this if i hated a single one of his right right (laughs) i don't hate we love them all we love them all yeah uh i think i have to go with the one i keep revisiting lately has been continuum even though that's an obvious answer because it's a lot of people's favorites um if you put a poll up it's like on john mayer knows best especially you'll just get continuum outvoting yeah 
out, you know, uh, running yeah. away with it. Uh, but I mean, that's yes. the one I, for some reason, if I'm in a mayor mood, I put that one on and okay. I don't know why it's just like, yeah. a that's the one I've been going back to lately. Yeah. Um, and, and especially cause I've been taking guitar lessons, even though I've been doing it for years, I just, I just felt like my guitar skills by themselves weren't where I wanted them to be. Yeah. And my teacher has been like, he's a, he, as soon as I mentioned John Mayer, it was like, cool, let's learn the helpless solo. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> First off, that's impossible. Uh, and second that's off. That's hilarious. That's amazing that he like knew. He, well, and it's well, he was and like, helpless. Cool, I was there right? in Dallas, like, you know, like he's he not like, the... he's not like, let's learn gravity. He's like, let's learn the helpless solo. Like yeah. he's deep. He's got to be deep in at yeah, that point. Because he knew that I knew. I showed him that I know the rhythm parts. Like I know right. all the chords to every, almost every John Mayer song. I mean, I'm sure there's some obscure one out there that I'm like, oh, I just don't like "Breaking the Clouds." I don't, I don't know that song. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a deep cut, like unreleased song. I don't know that one. Um, but "Continuum"'s been the one that I've been listening to, going back to, uh, to try and conquer those solos because I feel like those, uh, melodically speaking, are the best solos in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, um, you could make an argument for some of the solos on "Search for Everything," I guess. But uh, okay. some of the songs just don't have that. I don't know, man. It's just even though they're kind of simple, like especially when you you get behind the uh, the the, the, found, the the fundamentals of right. guitar playing and and your pentatonics, and yeah. you see what he's doing on a song like "I Don't Trust Myself" and he's just hanging around in the root position of the pentatonic. You're like, oh, he's not really doing a lot. Yeah, but you know, it's that, a great solo. <laughs> yeah, that does, yeah, and you know, simplicity does yeah. not equal how good or bad a song is. No. I Never. mean, the that's classic n- song is three chords. <laughs> yeah, the, the the classic songs of our. I mean, Wonderwall. Yeah, by Oasis. Probably one of the. I mean, that's an amazing song. It's like four chords. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and the, the, the the simple chords, right? And like every guitar that's a song, player knows that. <laughs> that's right. And every guitar player. That's one of the first songs that they learn, and it's yeah. so freaking fun to play and sing because. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. And just because, oh, well, that song only has four chords. That's not that good. You know, they, he doesn't even, oh, he could do better solo than that. Like, oh, whatever, man. Like, that does not make a good song or not. Like, you know, the classic songs, um, the, the, it doesn't have to be complicated to be good. And uh, that's something I will reject all day, every day. Yeah. Um, so um, Conversely, though, I... I you know, since finished that and then moved yeah. to the belief solo, and that one is it's still pentatonic shapes. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. That's what Stevie did. So he just, you know, he's just right. taking Stevie's style, and that's right. what we all do as guitarists. We just steal other people's styles, right? Um, but uh, uh, he's just, you know, moving the pentatonic scale up and down the neck on that song. This is, not, this is once you identify what it is, like right. it's just blowing my mind that I'm just not learning this after like. How long I've been playing, like 20 years or whatever. Jeez, or not that long, but, you know, right. a really long time. Right. Uh, and now I'm just like, oh, that's what it is. And it just clicks. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. It's not just, mm-hmm. oh, he's just feeling something. Like, there's something behind. Yeah. Like, it's, a, a it's designed. It. Yeah. yeah, it's designed. It's and by helpless, design. Yeah, definitely. Helpless is a frustrating one, especially because the outro, he's, he, he modulates to a totally different scale. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah. cool, that's great, guys. Let's go to D minor. I'm like, dang it. I was just getting used to A minor. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so favorite mayor album continuum yes current for now <laughs> yeah current favorite song what what song are you into right now um i don't think i'm gonna go with uh something from uh no i think i'll go with something from continuum just because i've been listening to it a ton belief mm-hmm. i think it's belief. okay 
for its relevancy. Yeah. It'll never stop being relevant, yeah. um, uh, lyrically speaking. And to see, to, to know where that song came from, to see where it uh-huh. came from, where he's just making up for it. He used to do that a lot at live shows. Now it's very much, you know, we got to rehearse this. You know, we got we to gotta know yeah. what we're playing. Definitely. Uh, he used to just invent stuff, invent lyrics on the spot. Right, and like, right. Know, it is definitely. Song. Yeah, his <clears throat> tours are definitely, and his concerts are, are more designed now. There's some rotating mm-hmm. slots where he'll, you know, this is a, a heavier thing slot, or like this is, yeah. you know, he'll play one, you know, he's going to play one of these three songs, right? Like, you know, um, kind of the different slots and the different, you know, but for the most part, he's, even those things, the way he's playing them, He's going to play them the same typically night, you know, night to night to night. Right. Um, not as much jamming. There's a little bit of jamming, but a you know, bit. it's sometimes I think I heard him a couple yeah. times go, yeah. let's just keep it going. And, and then Ben yeah. knows what to do. Of course. I mean, they're, but, but we're talking Louise. like yeah. belief used to be called like simmering medley online, at least on the My Stupid Mouth forum. And, nice. uh, and cause we, you know, nobody else had a name for it. People that were recording concerts didn't know what to call it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think John might've called it that on, uh, you know, just, by accident, you know, just right. let his brain go, and um, and the lyrics made no sense most of the time. Right, just right, like nothing. But he just knew what the instrumental meant to be, and he would never do that now. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know, he would test songs, right? Like yeah. he would like test songs live. Yeah, you know, throw a song. This song is not done yet. It's not no. finished. It's and it never made it on an album. You know, there's some songs that's like. What? Like, where did that song go? Yeah, where'd Hummingbird you know what I mean? go, man? Yeah, you where did Hummingbird that. go? That's right. Yeah, I was like, you know, those you had huge, a band, so. you had like, you had yeah, a whole like, every section yeah, like, planned yeah. out, and it just that's didn't right. fit anywhere. Yeah, it's and you know, shame. that's that's and, and it is what it is, right? I mean, they yeah. can, you know, he's like, if he feels like a song doesn't make the cut, then it doesn't make the cut, and, and you know, we 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 consume and love everything. Yeah, so it's like, um, by the way, you know, you were talking about the my stupid mouth forums. Um, I was never active on those forums but were you a local 83 member uh i don't know no no you weren't so. I, okay yeah See, i was I, in the I fan barely club. understand the reference like when people bring it up on my stupid mouth i'm just like <laughs> what is that what is local 83 yeah no I'm i was here on msm i'm on <laughs> I'm, I'm my business here on msm yeah. i don't know what that is no i was def i was a local 83 member for okay. maybe a few years is and that the fan um, club? when fan yeah club existed it was the fan hot. club yeah. yeah it's when fan clubs existed you know yeah. and uh there was, we'll have to do an episode on Local 83 with some other people that were, that cool. were, were in because, you know, it's like, what was that all entailed? And um, that, was a, that was a fun time to be a John Mayer fan during the Heavier Things Continuum era. Um, it was definitely a different time. But Yeah. Um, I helped uh, tab. Uh, there was somebody that was very popular that went by the name Catherine. Nobody knew who the hell it was uh, <laughs> that uh, would yeah. uh, tab out stuff very accurately. Oh, nice. Very, very Cath- accurately. Catherine, if you're listening, yeah. email us. Let yeah. us know that it <laughs> Please, was you. Yeah. If you still exist out there on the internet. That's right. Um, and I helped uh, them tab out some heavier thing stuff when that came out. But yeah. Then Catherine dropped off around Continuum and Battle Studies. And um, yeah. that website doesn't even work anymore. But that was where the most, some of the tabs you'll find on Ultimate Guitar anyway. Uh huh. Um, but uh, yeah, that was when I like had ambition to figure stuff out. Like, I mean, I still do now, but it just comes easier and I just don't yeah. share it. <laughs> right, right. Like, I yeah. figure out all the search for everything and then I just don't want to share it with anybody. That's like, right. I, yeah. I knew helpless before there was a tab for it. Uh, <laughs> 
but yeah, that was a, that was a fun exercise, guys. Like learning stuff by ear and tabbing it out. Oh yeah, yeah or that, watching watching the live watching yeah. the live video to try and figure it out. You're like, okay, that's what he's playing. Pause, Remember, rewind a little um, bit. Let me see here. Let me get that shape. And yeah. Then, okay, I can see what he's doing now. You know. Yeah, like, that yeah, was, was me fun. with uh, with most of like man on the side and stuff like that. Yeah, I, couldn't, I didn't get down Lenny at all. I got that oh. main riff, but not yeah. the solo stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, recently he did like a when Still Feel Like a Man first came out, he just grabbed an acoustic and he was doing IG Live. And yeah. He's, you know, he's got the guitar up here, but he's playing it. He's playing. And I'm like, oh, cool. Now I learned the song. And there's, yeah. I, don't, I don't still, I still don't think there's a tab of that out there. I, That's awesome. I don't even check. I just learn it in the moment. And then I'm like, cool. That sounds right. Okay. Sounds now dry. I'm going to move on. Yeah. That sounds yeah. John esque. Uh, so I'm just going to trust that that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. So. Yes, we got continuum, and then album. we have belief as your belief. current current. So current you know, I'm gonna go on a uh, thing here because you said continuum. I would probably argue that continuum is John Mayer's best album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably like if you look at it ob- as objectively as you could. You know, mm. obviously, I get it. You know, there's opinion everywhere, but that's probably whether that's your favorite album or not. That's another story. Yeah, but continuum is probably his. That's probably his best album. Could uh, um, you could make the argument. I think it competes with Born and Raised. My, yeah, okay, my, okay. I guess it's all okay. still my opinion, yeah. but yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, for sure. There's just so, sure. so many. There's, yeah. there's some really deep stuff on the album. Oh gosh, yeah. I know, man. And it took me a while to get into Born and Born and Raised. Um, yeah. You know, I was immediately drawn to Walt Grace uh, very fast, and um, that was my probably my favorite song on that album. But um, anyway, so okay, so my f- current favorite John Mayer album is probably Heavier Things. Mm. Um, not well represented on live shows, um, which you know, I, which yeah, I've you made a clarity I've, throwaway. And that's yeah, I know. Get, I, which I made and daughters, right? Which is like okay, <laughs> whatever, dude. Which is not a uh, sit yeah, down song. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like okay, now this is where I can go take a pee break or I can go like get a get a drink. But um, you know, uh, okay, daughters is coming on. I got four minutes to 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 make my way to the restroom. But um, uh, we've heard you it know, so many no, times. Just, yeah, I know. It's just that's it. I mean, no, it's a great song. Yeah. It was in my wedding. Like we had um, a little slideshow. At our wedding, you know, when I got married, it was 2005, so that was like a thing. Slideshows were a right? thing, I remember. Yeah. And I made the slideshow in iMovie because I had a Mac and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a slideshow in iMovie. And uh, whenever um, it was my wife, I did like my wife growing up, right? Like from a kid all the way up. And when her time came on, we we played Daughters. That was that was uh, the the song in the background oh, during the slideshow for her. That's so sweet. so yeah, no, so is. sweet. Mine was eighty. <laughs> mine was eighty three. By the way, because I was born in nineteen eighty three. Not that I was, you know, five in nineteen eighty three. But yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So probably heavier things, and probably the main reason for that is I recently got it on vinyl. So um, I, I that's probably what I've been spinning on uh, uh recently um when i listen to a record um uh, i've uh i have continuum and i have um n- uh, no such thing those are the only three albums i have on vinyl of john's so um but that's probably why mm-hmm. is just uh you know and it's funny when i me- when i mentioned on the 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 uh, facebook page during the tour when it was happening i was just like there's no heavier things love i mean some people were just like screw you he can play whatever he wants you know it's like and i'm just like i'm not saying i don't enjoy i love the show yeah i love the concert i'm not saying that i'm just saying 
There's been I'm, I, this is a fact. There is no heavier things love. That's not an opinion. Statistically true. I know. Yeah. Go look at that dang spreadsheet that somebody made and look at heavier things and you're going to see clarity every once in a while and daughters. That's it. Yeah. So anyway. Remember, remember when he ran- would play, even after many albums released, he would play Something's Missing? Yes. I miss that song, dude. Yeah, that that's a great is song. an all-time favorite. Yeah. He'll throw random... You know, um, during his acoustic time, sometimes he'll throw some some heavier ah. things love, but it's just like, oh, uh, anyway, yeah. That's somebody fake. just got. That's I remember. <laughs> I remember like somebody was playing. like, somebody was getting all mad at me on the on the thread. Like, yeah. I was like, it's I the put internet, like everybody gets mad. Yeah, yeah, I just put. I remember it was like, what do you think of the set list or something? And I just put like, no heavier things love, and I put like a sad face, and somebody was like. He can play whatever he, you know, it's just like, I was like, okay, I know, I get it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love the show. I'm just telling you what I think, you know, it's like, you don't have to get mad at me. I, I love John. Just, I'm starting a freaking podcast. Like, come on. But, um, so probably heavier things, which does not get the love that it deserves in my opinion. Um, but you know, there's only so many slots in the show. I get it. I understand that as well. Um, and favorite song right now. I should have thought about this before I even asked you the question. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of I it. I could have been thinking I about knew this. What the notes said but this is good. This is good, though, because it's kind of off the cuff, right? Yeah. Um, That's why I picked Belief. I was just like, you know what? I've just been listening to it a yeah, lot. Yeah, <laughs> I've been listening to that song a lot. I think... I think Clarity right now, because of the heavier things um, thing right now, is probably Clarity. Um, that's a song I always go back to and I, and, and I, I find new things in it, um, after many listens, mm-hmm. like there was a, uh, I remember listening, you know, I, I remember that's listening a- to it recently and thinking about deeply about some of the lyrics and I was like, that, that's a deep song, man. Yeah. That is a deep song. When you think about like when, when you really pay attention to what he's saying, you know, um, about you know and uh especially if you suffer with anxiety i don't but i know people people are close to me that have anxiety really bad i don't have it that i'm like in the middle tier of anxiety yeah yeah (laughs) where like i used to get it but uh that's that's not a thing that for some people just doesn't go away you know what i mean for them right right and for me it wasn't it was a, a daily inconvenience for me where it was like Oh, uh, I think I'm lightheaded and going to pass out for no reason. Yeah, I'm literally yeah, just standing here yeah. and going to pass out for no reason. And, and right. then identified it later as a – didn't mean to hit the mic. Identified it later right. as anxiety. But, yeah, I totally right. hear that with the I pay no mind stuff. Yeah. Uh, worry about no rainy weather and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, it's like – yeah, so that's a really deep song. Probably mm-hmm. um, my favorite right now. Um, three by five is always – a uh, like – I think three by five always makes it back to being my favorite, though. It's um, an all time. Yeah, yeah. If um, if uh, if I'm being honest, that's probably you know, and and I got it acoustic this last tour, which I was just like, uh, I saw him. I'm so you know, jealous. He, he came out and he had the the capo right up on the eighth. As soon as you saw fret, it, right? Seventh, yeah. seventh or eighth fret. I don't remember. <laughs> and I was like, yes! I started screaming. I was like, three. He's gonna play three by five, and people around me are just like, what? You know? And yeah. and uh, you know, it's funny. Um, that's yeah. what that's what made me go. He's gonna play the new song. He put the capo on four, and I went. Yeah. He's never done that. Yeah, never done that on this tour. Anything. Right. And I went, guys. It's the new song. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. "What are you talking about?" It's like, just trust me. Yeah. Is there any song 
That's Capo Four that he plays. Maybe, but not on this, not on that tour. You know what I yeah. mean? It wasn't yeah. until then that I was like, oh, yeah. Cal- Queen of California is three, right? I believe. Okay. It might be okay. Capo Three. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, um, but he had just done like one of those kind of born and raised Paradise Valley right. tracks. So I was like, oh, right. he's not gonna do another one. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right, right. Back to back. Uh, yeah. I yeah, I can't remember the exact order, but I just remember seeing it and going, oh, this is this gotta be this gotta be a, a new one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I know it's yeah I know I know what you're talking about because especially yeah. like when you hear the key you identify it like, oh yeah he opens he opens on almost every show uh, the last tour with belief right um, and you just hear the first note and the the effect on the guitar which I don't know gearheads would be able to fill us in on whenever we get right. on um, what that is right um, and what he's using probably um, but uh, as soon as he hits the first note you're like oh it's belief oh yeah definitely <laughs> even though it's not the main riff yeah you hear the you or, hear the, you know. Like you hear the, or you know, those of us who have the time to like look at the set, we're looking at the set lists every day, right? Yeah. And there's it's kind of like there's pros and cons to that because you're not surprised. Yeah, the thing is, is you're like, oh, he's probably gonna play helpless now. Oh, this is probably gonna be Rosie. This is yes. probably Rosie yeah, coming you know up. The, you know, it's you like, know the formula yeah, now. you know the order. You kind of, oh, he played this, so he's probably he's not gonna play this, right? Um, so but you know, there's kind of again a, pro, a con of that is you're just not surprised, right? Like yeah. there's a there there was a cool sense of being surprised when you go to a show of what he's gonna play. Um, you know, oh my god, or any show really. You know, it's like, yeah. um, it's going back into my Metallica section over here they're uh even more rigid with set lists so really um yeah so like you know there's a few rotating slots but it's fairly standard so you probably know what you're gonna get and again you you struggle with that because you're like okay i know they're gonna play this i know they're gonna play this i know they're gonna play 75 80 percent the same songs uh, the other twenty percent may change but um and you're following the set list online and you know on instagram you're you're checking those yeah, right like we're, every we're time they play I mean, yeah. yeah it's like we do it to ourselves so, but <laughs> you know anyway um yeah so it did get three by five probably my favorite song so i was very excited about that i don't i think I've only uh, that's heard the one it. i was praying for dude i'm a little, uh, little but upset. you got clarity you got we clarity did. didn't you clarity. yeah yes so uh that was another one man that i uh three by five gets played more than clarity for sure mm-hmm. so um uh anyway yeah and I knew whenever, because I think it was, Dallas was before, right before Houston. So when I saw he played Clarity, I was like, I'm not getting Clarity. I was like, there's there's no way. Yeah. He, play, he played it back to back one time, I think. And um, But I was just like, no, there's no way I'm getting Clarity. What, but, what I was frustrated by, not frustrated, frustrated is the wrong word to use. Yeah, but uh, yeah. what I was hoping for was like, he didn't play 3 by 5 the night before our show. So uh-huh. I assume that meant he's going to slide it in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. didn't. He played Neon, and I hadn't heard that acoustic solo live. That's a great uh, one, so yeah. that, that yeah, was yeah, amazing yeah. to hear. Of course. Um, yeah. I can't believe I'd never heard that live before, though. I was, like, racking my brain. Like, I don't think I heard that live. Because I told you guys, like, uh, well, no, I think I, d- I didn't tell you guys. But when he, when, remember when he used to play uh, acoustic um, at the end of his Heavier Things tour? And yes. just kind of go, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to play oh, a couple yeah. songs acoustic and then have a guy come out and... Or maybe the whole band come yeah. back out for one. And he come song. back. He'd like play home life. Yeah, I like, got home life. What? Yeah, you got home life. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I got home life and like yeah. comfortable. And I was like, man, this is too that's, good to be true. That's right. And yeah, home life. Whole step down. By the way, very strange choice. Oh yes, uh, yes. But that's what makes it sound so yeah. funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely an underrated song on that on that album. Fully agree. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, um, let's just throw this out there. Song you don't like. I mean, this wasn't even on there. What's what's kind of like you're like, yeah, eh. uh, and I'll tell I'll start out because I have okay, I have yes. it on my mind is new deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like new deep. OK, I I would trade 
New Deep for tracing any day. I've told my wife this. I'm like, this is my opinion. I'm sticking to it. I would rather have tracing on heavier things than yeah, New Deep. I get that. I'm sorry. Tracy, I, I just uh, I can't get into New Deep. I don't know why. I just I, can't get into it. I think it's something to do with the fact that even he's admitted that it's not a fully cooked song, whereas Tracing feels like a fully realized idea from front yeah. to back. And it's yeah. really freaking powerful lyrically. Yeah, um, it is. And beautifully, melodically. Um, uh, New Deep I have fun with. Okay. I do have fun with that song, especially playing it. I, I learned yeah. how to, you know, I mean, he implements that type of playing thing in Rosie, too, but uh, playing style. Right. Um, I hadn't thought to play like that before i heard that song that's a <laughs> yeah. fun that's a fun song and some of the lyrics are kind of cool um a little bit but even he admits yeah. that like ah oh, man I, somebody asked him what is the song you wish you spent more time on or could revisit uh-huh. and change and that was his answer was new deep was and new this deep? was okay. around the continuum time where he okay was like, well that makes sense mm, maybe now, now because uh, you know now that that justifies me now i feel yeah. very justified i'm gonna go share this with my wife when i see her <laughs> later i'm like he said himself you hear me you see that he said it himself i remember reading it on an, <laughs> it was on a my stupid mouth interview i think whenever they used to do that annually yeah. uh yeah i totally remember that and i was like oh oh yeah that actually kind of makes sense because because yeah. some of it's kind of all over the place and a little immature is not the right word but not fully mature not not it's just it, mature to me it feels like lyrics kind of just paste not pasted to like lyrics just like you said that weren't finished that he was like i'm gonna throw in here because this is a clever turn of the phrase right right and and then they don't connect in my i mean they connect as a whole like in a big general but i feel like they're i don't know i, I feel like there's was, a lot uh, yeah something that he this is speculation and yes uh, sorry Pure for doing speculation. that yeah but no for sure uh i'm just apologizing to listeners uh oh yeah these are all these are all our opinion yeah they're gonna be like no he did not say that about nudie don't email I'm pretty sure don't he, email us whenever he's you know no he uh, never said that that was actually somebody else or something I, I think that song was one of those songs that he wrote and the instrumental stuff was kind of like belief but belief turned yeah. into something really powerful uh that that new deep was like instrumentally was really cool like because you can hear him layer it with a loop yeah. pedal by himself in his apartment yeah. or something, writing the yeah. song and having a blast. Especially yeah. when you get the acoustic guitar in that second verse. So, do, 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 yeah. do, do. It's really cool. Like, it sounds all cool together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you add the lyrics and you're like, oh, okay, that's all right. Yeah. Some and people maybe really love that song, though. I, don't, I, don't I know. know, dude. I'm telling you, I'm going to get emails <laughs> about it. That's fine. But, um, yeah, sorry. Sorry, New Deep fans. It's it To me, that did not make the cut for Heavier Things. Should have put tracing in there. That's my yeah. opinion. I'm sticking to it. There we I go. get. I get. Part of me gets why, especially because. Uh, and I think. Do, do you? Are you a songwriter too? Like no. You, oh no. I am not okay. a songwriter. I play. Well, I play multiple instruments. I I tried writing songs and I just I can't. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not very good at it. Oh okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so I I'm a songwriter and and I I just put to, I mean I've put together an album before I've released an album like uh, six years ago now mm-hmm. maybe seven if I can count right and uh, 2013 I don't know do the math uh, <laughs> um, and uh, and I had just had to put together a four song EP which doesn't sound like a big deal you know what I mean uh-huh. it's four yeah. songs just pick them and put them together um, but when you're you you're like I don't want to there's a tone to them you know what I mean yeah and I feel yeah. like. Especially with like search, when you think about like search for everything and how that was put together, there's some songs that you think of that you've heard before that you're like, why isn't it on there? And it's like, well, it doesn't, where does it fit? You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. tracing to me, when I think of heavier things, first of all, it's mastered like way too freaking loud. I don't know what that is about 20, 2003. 
oh it's that so was freaking yeah, loud that was it was else. it was growing and <laughs> yeah. it got louder everything got louder yeah like everything year. got was very like, loud as the years progressed yeah. till about 2008 or 9 it was everything continuum was so wasn't, loud continuum felt like a live kind mm-hmm. of feel mm-hmm. like a band was playing in a studio and i was yeah. sitting in on it you know yeah whereas uh, heavier things was like let's turn it up man um yeah. but i just felt like tracing had more of a continuum vibe than a heavier things vibe if that makes i could see sense. that i could see that it just i just feel like him as a i'm trying to enter his songwriting brain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and like kind of think of where does tracing fit because there's kind yeah. of a little bit of a narrative when you pick songs in the order yeah. of the songs oh definitely yeah i mean I'm, yeah. those are all put together in certain you know they had a certain vision for every right. track and you know how, he, how it works but we'll get that we'll get to that in search for everything but he, oh yeah there's a story that he's telling with the song order and it's friggin' brilliant, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I love, yeah. well, I think that will, we'll be doing that one kind of soon. I have it at yeah. least on the list. So, um, but, uh, oh, my, anyway, oh. so, so there you go. Your, your song you that you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, that, that one's okay. Again, yeah. let's just preface this. We love it. Like I listen, I know every word to new deep. Of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I know it. I know it. It's not like I reject the song. I just, I'm like, man, I could have done, you know that's that's my least right now, but I my choice is one that if you removed it from the album, I don't even think the album would have been worse or better. It would have actually it probably would have been better. Uh, it had no impact on the actual album. It's "Do You Know Me" from Battle Studies. <laughs> Why is that song there? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you mentioned that. I'm like, do you yeah. remember it? <laughs> yes, I I do. You're right. You're. I think you it's are right two about minutes. that. I don't, yeah. it's just like, and he's never played it. I mean, he might've played it when Battle Studies first dropped because you got to market yeah. it somehow. You got to mark, you, gotta, you can't right. be like, well, right. I don't like that one song I just recorded. Yeah. So yeah. He, pro- he probably played it around then, <laughs> but he never plays that song, you know? Oh like, my gosh. That's that hilarious. so forgettable. It's just, yeah. it doesn't fit. I mean, it might fit a, a narrative a little bit because then right. it transfor- transforms into like, yeah. It goes to the next song of uh, Friends Lovers or Nothing, which makes sense with Do You Know Right, me? right. But someone loves it made someone no loves sense. that song and they're I'm gonna sure. email they're gonna email and they're gonna be like, What is wrong with you? Yeah. How be, can you not see the genius? Be like, I do know him or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <I> <laughs> yeah. Do you even know John? All right. So well, let's start wrapping it up here. Um, we're uh, we're really excited to do this. This has been a lot of fun, Jeff. Yeah. To 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 shoot um, all of this stuff with you and um, kind of uh, um, talk about our stories and give a general sense. So you can kind of see, listeners, kind of this is I think going to be kind of what it's going to be like a little bit. Uh, maybe a little tangential. That's okay. But um, you know, we're gonna. Uh, follow this up with um, a few different uh, episodes and the next few episodes are going to, we're going to start off with um, his first three studio albums. So we're going to go over room for squares next. We'll hit heavier things and then we'll do continuum and then we'll kind of uh, go from there. We're going to do a bunch of different stuff. We'll do some top 10 lists. Like I said, we'll do uh, maybe uh, members of the band. We'll do a gear episode. We'll do, um, you know, John Mayer has a TV show. We'll do some live performances. Uh, talk about him and Dave Chappelle. I mean, there's so much that we can talk about um, with our boy, uh, John Mayer. So um, we're really, really excited, and we hope you stick around uh, to listen. Again, uh, email us. Um, what, what's your favorite 
album right now? What's your favorite song? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Um, you know, we'd love to hear all of those different things. Email us my stupid podcast show at gmail.com. Love to hear you. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. My stupid podcast uh, is where you can find us. And um, we'll, uh, we'll link to um, our Twitter there at some point whenever we get that set up. So uh, anyway, um, had a lot of fun with you, Jeff. Yeah, man, it's been fun, and uh, this is this is just a start, man. That's right, this is just a start. So look forward to much more mayor talk. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Mm-hmm.